Hello. Unfortunately, the giant flying beaver is not available today. I'm his weekday assistant. You can call me the large uh, gliding raccoon. Anyway, the mappers this week ran into a host of audio problems trying to connect their friend Greg, who was in Austria at the time. So therefore, I've decided to spare you some of the worst moments and instead present to you the abridged version of Map Report 21. Just to give you an idea of what a pain it was to set up this audio, here's a snippet of what they sounded like before the Map Report started. Ha ha! I got rid of it! Fuck you! That should give you some sense of what was happening at the time of the beginning. So here is the beginning. Left my home back in Omaha See if I can make it out in the world And I got as far as Wichita Suddenly I wasn't sure anymore Lost all my friends in Los Angeles And I'm not welcome in New York I must stop back in Omaha Where the fans, they always crying out for Okay, we're actually doing it? This is it? This actually, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, welcome! Welcome Hi. to the Eyes <laughs> Map Report 2006. <laughs> oh yeah, it's true. <laughs> we're okay, we're, we're a little punchy right I'm now. We've sorry. been trying to uh, to make this work for about two hours. Yeah, it might be confusing for our listeners uh, we can, <sighs> that we're just laughing at anything right now. But uh, we should probably wait until somebody actually makes a joke before we laugh. Moving ahead a bit, here's a discussion about the World Baseball Classic and its resistance by Yankee owner George Steinbrenner. Let's say Bud Selig, who everyone in the world hates, comes to you as an owner of a team, and he's like, "Hey, owner of team, I just made up this event. Uh, it's called the uh, 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 you know the Global Baseball Crap Fest, and I need here's what I need. I need your center fielder, I need your left fielder, your shortstop, your third baseman, your catcher, your DH, your starter, and your closer, and they're all going to play for various teams around the world instead of spring training and getting ready for the season. And we're not going to pay you anything." But it's good because I just made it up, so you'll like it. How would you react to that? Yeah, how many brewers are in the World Baseball Classic? Did Bud tap any of his own talent? Exactly. <laughs> I don't think so. I think exactly. he's universally the most loathed commissioner ever in any sport that I can ever remember. He's like an old lady, cranky old ladies as a commissioner. He just does nothing but crank about wine. The players' union wants too much money. There's nothing I can do. I can't write. I don't know what to do. Congress hates me. Um, <laughs> Brandis, 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 <laughs> baseball, <laughs> baseball, Brandis. Where's my clue? One thing I don't get about that, though, I mean, that Bud was responsible for the wild card. I mean, without Steelers, he wouldn't have the wild card. That's obviously helped things, right? He was also responsible for the all-star game that ended in a tie. Yeah, that was the biggest <laughs> mistake ever in baseball hey, history. No, you know who was so mad that? about that? Your manager, that was awful. Joe Torres. No. But
Why do you hmm. think he did that with, with some players and not others? I mean, seemingly his most valuable players were allowed to play. I mean, A-Rod and Jeter. Mm -hmm. um, I think he did that because... I, I don't understand don't, that reasoning. Because Wong being a rookie pitcher is someone, and also under like some weird Chinese tutelage, that I don't know that he wants, you know, Taipei pitching coach. Again? Right, exactly. He doesn't want Sun Yat-sen to be training his ace rookie Chinese pitcher. So that would be bad. Can you imagine Sun Yat-sen as pitching coach? He's like, first, I will take the nationalists, <laughs> then I will overtake China. Second, I will teach you how to throw a screwball that you wouldn't believe. It's Go. true. And then we will flee to an island and call it China. Exactly. What do you think would happen if Mal Tse-Kong was a pitching coach, or he's a hitting coach, and Sun Yat-sen is a pitching coach? I think his bullpen would starve to death, because they'd be waiting for some phone call to warm up for 30 years, and he'd be informed, we've called all the bullpen, they're warming up, they're in great shape. But really, they're all dead. It's long march, all four. You must walk to first, then walk to second. Steal every base. It is long march. Tremendous. Chairman Mao, we are 50 and 0. We have won our last 75 games over two seasons. Excellent. Keep up the progress. Meanwhile, <laughs> like corpses piling up in the dugout. <laughs> and they don't invite him to any games. <laughs> they just have that. You know how in the old days, in the uh, 30s, they used to simulate baseball games because they couldn't do live broadcast? So you'd have the commentator in the box with, like, the block of wood, and he'd make a batting sound every time he got a report via text that there was a hit, and he'd be like, yep. double to right center field. Look at him run the bases. That's what they would do for Mal. They would give him that fake little thing. <laughs> That would be tremendous. Then eventually he'd get reports that they might lose a game, and so he'd ask all of them to spy on each other and turn in the traitors. And it's like, but yeah. he's hitting 350. I don't care. He's a traitor. March him out and <laughs> hang him in the street. Yeah. And then they'd slowly execute the whole team. He and would tour the country, and, and they would dress would up well. peasants as like all-star third basemen and shortstops and trot them out in front of Mao. And look, <laughs> this is our all-star. <laughs> Sing Twal. Yeah, I think it would have made more sense to do it in November, perhaps. In November? Yeah, That's interesting. People would be more excited about it because then you get, like, yeah. crazy baseball fans like us would get a full spring training, a full baseball season, and then in that awful letdown period when there's no more baseball, you get the World Baseball Classic and you get a little something to tide you over. Yeah, that's true. You know, yep. even do it in January. I don't care. Yeah. I think it's a great Maybe. idea, but I think that they should add some other things into it. Like we were talking about Mal before, I think they should have political leaders involved. So that way, instead of having war, we just have them fight it out. Like, you know, field an Iraq baseball team and have, you know, the Kurds and the Shias and the Sunnis field different baseball teams. And whoever wins gets to get, like, the interior ministry, you know? And, like, you just do that for every game. And, you know, eventually you have the whole world divvied up and it's all based on baseball ability. Yeah. The Dominican Republic would rule everything. Except the Sunnis and the Shias could never agree on what defensive formation to set up on the Iraqi infield. <laughs> and they would be like, I want to set up for double play. No, pull infield in, pull infield in. Double play, you idiot. We need two outs. Infield, I kill you that's what would happen. Is that exactly what would happen? That's, what's, sure. that's why they Still don't have baseball Still better than 86 there. people dying a day. Still, still better. Gotta say. Oh, Gotta God. Say. And then the Kurds are just like, yeah. we want our own baseball team. Can we have our own baseball team? And they're like, shut up. I want double play. <laughs> they're like, we're just going to go over here and play. And play. Uh, what's yeah. that game that they play? Uh, what's it called? Pepper. We're just going to be over in this soccer. Yeah. Pepper. We're going to go what? play Pepper over pepper? here. You know Pepper? Oh, pepper. Okay. Pepper. Yeah, pepper. It's a it's, it's a baseball warm up game. It's like game. the pickle game. You just yeah. you're making fun of me now. It, it, there's an actual game called Pepper. No, it is. I'm totally serious. It's okay. called Pepper, and you yeah. it's a rundown game. You play the rundown. No, it's a that's pickle, not the rundown which is also game. Called a pickle. 
No, Pepper is the game <laughs> where you have one guy with a bat and Jesus God. No, it's a real game where one guy has a bat and everyone just keeps Wait, throwing the ball at him and he'll just hit little bunts at people and they have to field it as quickly as they can and throw it back and forth. It's like a reflex practice game. Yeah. Pepper. Yeah. Have you ever mm. seen signs? I think Haven't you seen signs? There's signs in like every ballpark in America that says no pepper because it's dangerous or something. Haven't you ever seen the no pepper sign in ballpark? I've no seen no pepper signs. I've had categorically no. Alright, well, are these signs for the major league players' benefits? Only Yankees. You know, I don't they, know. They're telling the players <laughs> no stop pepper. pepper. I, mean, I could never figure out the no pepper sign. I could never figure it out. All I know is that it's not allowed because it's too much fun. What games? Did you guys play or make up when you were kids? Like I was thinking about this. I used to play um, uh, besides like the obvious ones, like dodgeball and things like that. We used to make up this one mm -hmm. game, which I think was just called. I think it was just called like ball, I think ball? they called it long field kickball, and it was basically like there was this field <laughs> that had a big rock in the middle of it in the condo complex where I used to live. And the basic goal was you would kick the ball to the other end. The guy would get it, and then would have to like the other guy would get it, and like have to run to this rock, and then like he would get onto the rock. He'd have the ball in his hand, and the goal was to keep you from knocking him off the rock with the ball, which was rather dangerous, of course. So to stop this, you could throw the ball over his head and then run, and basically it was like a kind of combination of soccer and kickball and and king of the mountain. And, and wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> this and this like, was a very popular game. Did you guys in the, ever play spread in the Sumerian culture four thousand years ago? Exactly. <laughs> 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 Spread Eagle, huh? Do you guys make up games? Do you guys remember this game? Andy, I don't think this is a. No, no, no. You, there's a wall. <laughs> you guys play this? You, you, you always, it was like oh, perfect God. would be a racquetball court, but it, invariably it was a wall. And you would take a tennis ball or a racquetball or something, and you throw it as hard as you could against the wall, and there'd be you know two or three, maybe four people, and it would bounce off the wall. And for some reason, now the, the thing I can't figure out now is why you try to catch it, because if you caught it cleanly, then it's great, and you got to throw it. However, if you muffed it, then you had to try to run to the wall, and the other people try to pick up the ball and hit the wall before you got there. And if they remain, managed yeah, to yeah, hit I the wall at the wall before you what got there, then you had to stand up against the wall, spread eagle, and they got yes, to peg you with the ball as hard this. as possible. Oh, yeah, you know what we used to call this. that? We used game. to call that asses up, I think. <laughs> we called it a oh, very much event. better. Yeah. Serious? Well, yeah. you had said, there was do you guys remember asses up? That would have certainly been a good, good intro. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that was as you would try to play them in the behind. Time. I'm serious. Yeah. I remember playing this as a kid I in Brooklyn. That too. Other people in the head. I bet we you called did. it another inappropriate oh, Jesus. name. Yeah. What did you call it? We did. What did you call <laughs> it? We just called it asshole. Yeah. That's what it was that's called. That's the general that's what you would always aim for. I mean, you know, what? people would you used to aim I for people's assholes. Right? Yeah, because it's really I mean, funny I to I have didn't. someone get hit in the I anus with a high-speed racquetball, <laughs> and then you laugh at them I, in I their discomfort. Not to play this game that much. How can you but not understand enjoying the discomfort, this. Andy? Well, I understand. That was called death ball, and it was basically like dodgeball, but they used basketball instead. And he said the third time they had oh to bring it out. Oh my God! <laughs> it's like all these games were deadly, and then they're like, we've got to stop killing people with kids. This games. is like what the Iraq War is built out of, is actually just going too far with childhood games. They're like, yeah, we'll play that game, we'll play with grenades. And it'll be really fun, <laughs> you know, and that'll be great. Oh, and then well, we have like, the well, games are like, back in the day, we used to do exactly what you did, except we played with a ball five times heavier, more dense, and more dangerous than the ball you played with. And I'm just like, why? They're like, well, we wanted exactly. to kill each other off. Like, I mean, what, what was the point of that? Yeah, that's all they had back then. 
Um, speaking yeah, they didn't of have the materials to make soft, right. softer balls, then. All they had were like goat exactly. spleens. Everything had to be made out of a goat spleen, which is very heavy and cumbersome. I remember the goat spleen. Yeah, all they had was like uh, balls. heavy rubber and goat spleens. Goat spleen bath. Oh, you have to go get wow. it from from your own goat too. I mean, if you if you lost the ball over the fence <laughs> or on the roof, you'd have to go find a goat, it's pull true. out a spleen. Need bare hands. Remember all those hours of kneading just to make one ball, kneading that spleen, kneading and kneading. Yeah, I need like, a spleen. Like oh yeah. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. I don't know what this happened. Um, I was almost going to transition there a few minutes ago, but I probably should have. I shouldn't have not done it. I was going to... Speaking, <laughs> speaking like, of the... I we would have missed the goat spleen! <laughs> yeah, that's a gem. That's gold right there, baby. <laughs> the Iraq War. Have you guys seen the new... Uh, our president is now on a new campaign to convince people again for the seventh time that this really is a good idea? And part of his strategy that he outlaid in this last speech was... I don't remember what he called it. He made up an acronym for roadside bombs because roadside bombs just sounds too haphazard and how can you possibly stop something called roadside bombs so now he calls them like ides or something like that like improvised detonator oh, yeah. explosives and he's like we have a three-pronged strategy mm -hmm. to stop ides step one stop stepping on ides step two kill all terrorists <laughs> that would ever build ides <laughs> it's like the stupidest thing it's supposed to sound official it's like some official way that we're going to stop soldiers getting blown up every day by ides oh yes um for those of you in the know of course that's IEDs, Improvised Explosive Devices, but I digress. Here's Andy telling a story. I was in the subway today, guys, and this, this really old woman, maybe like 80, maybe 75, if I was being kind. You know, very old looking, though, and very haggard looking. She's standing there on the subway platform, and she's got her hair in, like, dreadlocks. I, I don't, not dreadlocks, w w cornrows, but so she's got these long cornrows. I mean, down to her sh shoulders, but, they, but they're very neatly, you know, they're cornrows. You know what they look like. Anyhow, she's standing there, and I'm like, wow, that's just really weird. I've never seen an old woman with cornrows. I've not, I haven't seen that many women, and certainly they've not been 70-year-old white women or 80-year-old or whatever she was. And she's looking. She just looks awful, though. She looks awful. And and the I should say that, in addition to having cornrows in her silver hair, she also has part of her hair dyed hot, hot pink. I mean, just hot pink. And so this is a very strange-looking woman. <clears throat> she was smoking hot, dude. She was no, not at all. I thought this is probably the oddest thing I'm going to see all week, but it wasn't at all. The oddest thing I saw all York, week man. was that was this woman standing there. While I'm looking at her hair, trying to figure out, and she starts vomiting green and red. It was like Christmas. <laughs> she was just vomiting all over the platform, and it was oh, it wow. was green in some parts and red in others. It was probably the worst looking vomit I've ever seen. You know, I've seen some pretty bad vomit. I think she just and, ate Christmas. And I didn't that was know what problem. to do. <laughs> she tried to destroy Christmas. I didn't Christmas. know what to do. How do you respond to that? Happening. You want to run to help the 85-year-old woman, but you really don't want to get close to the red and green vomit. And she's kind of strange-looking to begin with. Was she so, alternating you know, I do red and green, or was just, it brown? No, it's kind of a nice <laughs> swirl. It's like when you when you make the the slushy and you mix flavors. You know, at first it's just two distinct wow. flavors, but then it starts mixing together. Flushy. It turned kind of Maybe brown. Really when they hit the ground. I'm really glad that I can't hear Andy too well because I have a feeling that I'd be more disgusted than I think I am right now if I'm hearing this correctly. I'm just a big fan of the format of the story, which is like you go into this intricate detail of this character and then you're like, and then they started vomiting red and green all over the place. That's well, how it's what you do. I mean, it was. Definitely had a how, how do you react to that? This is no good reaction, is there? 
just want to be sure. I, think my reaction I mean, you certainly don't make like it out. That's a bad reaction. I think you need to start vomiting oh, autumn-flavored colors like olive green and brown to sort of match her vomit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we could have a regional vomit. It's, it's <laughs> clearly an entree to a vomit contest, and she's stepping, man. You can't just be stepped on like that. She was, she was challenging head. me, wasn't she? Yeah, she Actually, you're one of those crazy there. people who never throws up, though, aren't you, Andy? So... I don't. You know, it's hard. It's really hard to make me throw up. I've done it like four times in my life. Seriously. That's I mean, since so I was amazing. a kid, I don't know how much I spat up as a baby. Right. But since I can remember, <laughs> you know, real since vomit. Since it wasn't milk it from mom, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Since uh, I've been off the tit, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> that tit was tainted, man. There's something wrong there. You're vomiting all the time. <laughs> hey, don't talk about my mom's tit. Oh my god. <laughs> Feeling ever, experience ever. I disagree <laughs> so much. Often. As a frequent oh God, vomiter, I really oh, do not. I, I think it is it, slightly underrated. I am to be like honest. It can be so relieving. Time, it was terrible. I mean, it's not Your fun, but the like relief acid, that comes with the gross. process. Yeah, it's yeah, really disgusting, is, but the over. relief. The relief is oh. better. The relief is it's all over. Well, the relief is whatever is making you want to vomit is over. Oh. The vomiting oh. itself is so not oh. that bad. I mean, there are things that like that that the, that the uh, cure is worse than the pain. Like ice, putting ice on anything that's going to swell, that hurts way more than just dealing with the swelling. I, I like icing. Putting ice, ice on something hurts. For me, that doesn't bother me. How about like a sports guy you know, who has to get like awful. cortisone? But like I heard Andre, the tennis player, has to get cortisone in his back. Like they, they inject the needle in his spine. And he's like, well, it hurts like hell for nine seconds, but I can play three more months on the tennis tour. Like, um, Hey, story. Do you, you know that when you yeah. ice yourself, you're not supposed to just take an ice cube and like jam it into your elbow or something, right? That you like wrap the ice in something and then you put oh, it Oh yeah, but it still injury. gets through as being too cold. It's it like, is go still away, far too miserable. Go away, it's still that story's yeah. ice pick of healing. He's like, oh crap, I sprained I mean, my ankle. <laughs> stab, stab, stab. Well, how is it now? Well, it's bleeding, <laughs> but it feels slightly number, so I think it's okay. No, no, Number. it's just a really unpleasant feeling. It's just awful. It's never worth whatever... I mean, you know, not that I've had, like, severe swelling injuries to really test this, but every time that it's, like, a bruise or something that's going to be painful, and they're like, oh, put ice on it, put ice... I'm like, screw that. Hmm. I don't need that. It's going to hurt worse than anything possibly could from it swelling up. And that's just, I mean, you know, it's not like I broke my neck and said no ice, but, you know, things, uh, pretty significant things. They hurt. I'm going to guess if you broke but your neck, vomiting, you wouldn't be able Vomiting, to on no the ice. other hand, yeah, <laughs> vomiting is something that, you know, is slightly painful, but it's so much better than whatever is making you want what to do that. What if you just that ate a whole process. bucket of ice and then you had to vomit? Yeah. And then it was like icing your insides as you were vomiting. What if it was red and green Italian ice? Oh, that's what it was! <laughs> oh, We've solved the puzzle! Italian ice? Oh, maybe. It was Italian ice. Yeah, it was some like Uncle Louis. Uncle Louis Italian ice. That's the chain around here. Yep, I bet it was. Go. I should have asked her. Oh, yeah. man. I mean, it's just awkward to talk to somebody who's involved too, you know? Never ever eat the Italian ice. I mean, did she with just stand back up right after this happened? Did she just stand back up and sort of smile around at everyone and be like, "Hey, how's everybody I mean, doing?" In fairness, she and wasn't just, like, smiling there at with, all. But I mean, she was sort of like, scowling the whole time. Because <laughs> she was very sick. I mean, you know. Yeah, I'm not scowling no, no too. You just I'm just saying, you know. come out of your throat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and you're 85. Oh, man. I was playing with but the idea that she was actually only 50, and she was just lived a very hard life. Can I ask why you stayed and watched this? Like, why you didn't turn away? Like, Where what? am I going to go? 
Where is the subway? Go? Where the hell do you want me to go? The, the train That's wasn't there. Right now, I've been, man. Just jump off. I'm just going to leave. off the subway couldn't hurt you as much. I mean, I, yeah, I kind of I kind of wandered oh, away. A little, yeah, I mean, I didn't want to stick around. It didn't smell pretty good, you know. It was, it was, it was, I walked away a little, but where am I going to go? You should go play asses <laughs> up. <laughs> Clearly, and then whoever loses has to go skate through the red and green vomit. Craig doesn't understand. And then they get, the and they get plunked in the, Craig, in the arse. On the platform. There's no Why car. There's nowhere to go. Right. So speaking of vomit, I wanted to make a quick reference back to Map Report 11 having nothing to do with vomit. And if you remember, <laughs> to your shock and amazement, I declared that I thought Daniel Day-Lewis was in fact the best living American actor on the planet. You guys remember yeah. this? Yes, I, I do I remember, remember that. Yeah. What? Well, today on FARC.com, there is an article that lists the top 50 actors as rated by actors themselves of all time. Okay? The important thing is that he, by all actors, I was ranked to. number 15 above such people as Sean Penn, Ed Norton, Dustin Hoffman, Peter Sellers, Cary Grant. He was ranked above all of these actors. He's ranked above Dustin Hoffman? Yes, he is. And here are the only actors that are ranked between 1 and 14 that are better than Daniel Day-Lewis, according to actors themselves. Christopher Walken, which I think is hilarious. 14, Christopher Walken. That is really bizarre. 13. <laughs> I, I'm with that. I'm with that. description. 13, Jimmy Stewart. I mean, if this is cult actors... Okay, Jimmy Stewart clearly should be higher than that. Jimmy Number Stewart 12, the of all time. Richard Burton of Family Feud fame. Isn't that right? Isn't, wasn't he the host what? of Family Feud? Or is that no, some other... That's no, Richard no, Dawson. No. That's Richard Dawson, yeah. Never yeah. mind. No. <laughs> okay, he was no. married to Elizabeth <laughs> Taylor, but I haven't actually seen anything either. Russ, to corroborate you, Daniel Day-Lewis is also number 24 on another list of the 100, 100 greatest movie actors. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, he's like the Sandy Koufax of actors. He acted twice. It, they were both... And he was amazing. And so he wins. <laughs> like, how does that... You would never out. say Sandy Koufax was the greatest of all time. Speaking Except of which, he's Sean, not even Sandy is Koufax. Sean Penn really like, that good? He's like a fourth of Sandy mm. Koufax. He's like Ooh. Sandy Koufax in two seasons instead Ooh, of ten. Bro. It's ridiculous. Daniel Day-Lewis, he's still talking about. Is Sean yeah. Penn really that good, guys? I don't understand. Uh, he's listed uh, very highly in this one. The other list has back. Marlon Brando and Lawrence Olivier Jesus. as the top. Yeah, so let me finish the... Okay, so number 11 is Alec Guinness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear the rest of this. Okay. I.e. Obi-Wan sure. Kenobi. Number 10 is Spencer right. Tracy. Sure. Number 9, That's Catherine fine. Hepburn. Number 8. Okay. Oh, oh, wait. She's female. Yep. Number I, eight. I didn't know this was integrated male it is, and female. In fact, number 8, male. Judy Dench. All I had heard were male. Judy Dench. Wow! Number That's 7, Jack Nicholson. She's very good. She's done a lot of non-American things that are... I mean, she's good. fantastic. No, she's a great no. actress, but I don't know if she's in the top ten of uh, all time. And I'll tell you what, if she is, she's certainly not behind Jack Nicholson. Okay. So tied for fifth is De Niro and Pacino. Weird yeah, that they're tied. Okay. Huh. Number four is Sir Lawrence Olivier. Yes. Sure. It should be higher, but yeah. Number three is... Higher spots than that. Anthony Hopkins. Okay. Yeah. He's very good. He's very, very, very good. Number two is Johnny Depp. 
Well, okay. What? That's a terrible list. Well, here's the this thing about list that. is messed here's up. Here's the thing about that, though. Johnny Depp, he shouldn't be that high, but I will say this. Johnny Depp is never bad. If you've ever seen him in any movie, he's like Denzel Washington. He's never bad in any movie he does. But I wouldn't put him up there with those. He's maybe top he's 25. Really good. He good. He's solid. No, but he's been good in everything. But he's really been good in everything he's done. But not second. No, I agree. And the number one actor... As rated by other actors of all time is Marlon Brando, and he yeah, made the well, number okay. one on this other list I'm at too. Huh. I'm at DigitalDreamDoor.com, oh. and Marlon wow. Brando's number one. Where's Paul Shore on that list? But Lawrence Olivier <laughs> and Robert De Niro follow up. <laughs> nice. Where was James Stewart on that list? He what was about Jimmy Stewart. Mark Wahlberg. I demand a recount. Thirteen, which is too low. Now here's the thing. Jimmy Stewart, maybe. If you Number look one. at actors in Daniel Day-Lewis' generation, i.e. below 60 awesome. years old and how still alive, the only people that have outranked Daniel Day-Lewis on this list that are of his age are Johnny Depp, and that's it. Johnny Depp is the only actor that is not an old man or dead or old woman <sighs> that is better okay. than Daniel Day-Lewis. He should act more than once every decade. That's all I have to say. That's yeah. fine. Can I ask where Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart are? Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart. <laughs> they're they're on the sci-fi on, stars on my list? actor list. No, no. Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen have been Shakespearean actors law and movie actors in Shakespeare long before that. Ian McKellen clearly ought to be up there somewhere. They're not in the top 50. In my list, Ian McKellen's number they're 93, Greg. <laughs> How does Johnny Depp get on there and not them? Because other yeah, actors don't busted, like Shakespeare. Apparently. Well, then actors well, are busted. Patrick they made Stewart it. might be four on my list if his name is actually James Patrick Stewart. But I think they're probably <laughs> li- referring to Jimmy Stewart there, I'm afraid. <laughs> See, no fourth is, yeah, fourth is about right. Definitely top Engage, five. Mammy, engage. Warp five. <laughs> Yeah. Warp 5, see? Oh, we got <laughs> Klingons on our stomach bow, see? That's the hamster cover. That's Al Capone in the guinea pig cast. Mr. Wolf, I respect you, but set phasers to stun, see? <laughs> oh, man. Fire photon torpedoes. Yeah, take that, Romulans. Yeah. I would never get tired of doing that. I will do that all day. That's fantastic. And we could probably listen to it all day. James Patrick Stewart. I could could actually go for that. Oh, wow. It's the prime directive, see? We can't match with our civilization. <laughs> you keep going, you're going to really reveal your nerdiness here. Yeah, it's true. I can just keep <laughs> oh, getting more and more specific yeah, every that's time. Yeah, clearly <laughs> absent from <laughs> about the time he was writing to J-Date contenders in Civil War speak. His nerdiness was totally, <laughs> totally a bleak. And I think we're done. I think that was a good week. Good job. That was That's a great it. show, guys. Well done. Good show. Good that show. was excellent. Oh, all like right. To thank I think we're done. All our guests <laughs> as the ad hoc host, <laughs> and say, please listen <laughs> next week oh, when it won't be crazy insane land, or maybe another version it's of same. True. We'll say goodbye, do everybody. Great report at some point. Goodbye, everybody. I want two tin cans, man. Two tin cans. Crowding up my dreams and making me so sad Scared to death in the middle of the night But I'm a star back in Omaha When the white life is right outside the door To be a 
love is memories A journey on from place to place And if that's the case Then my life's a waste Cause there's nothing left To live for but tomorrow 